I'm starting a podcast. Oh my God, now that I said it, I have to do it. Um, And I want to interview you on my podcast. And it really is aimed at showcasing the lives and stories of Black women flourishing outside of their home country. Hey everyone, welcome back to Flourish in the Foreign, the podcast that elevates, celebrates, and affirms the voices and stories of Black women living and thriving abroad while exploring living abroad as a pathway to wellness. I'm your host, Christine Job, a Black American woman currently based in Spain, and I'm not only a podcaster, but I'm also a business strategist that helps Black women and women of color leverage their talents and their expertise into viable and sustainable businesses, businesses that make them financially abundant as well as professionally fulfilled. If this sounds like you, or if this is something that's interesting to you, definitely check out my Build a Business Abroad group coaching program. You can find all the information about it on the website, flourishinglaforn.com. So this award-winning podcast is a labor of love, but labor nonetheless. And so I ask for all of you to please support this here podcast if you love it, if you like it, if you find it interesting. You can do so by joining the Flourish in the Foreign community. Yeah, we have a community and it's finally open. And in the community is where I drop in and chat with all of you all face to face or at least screen to screen. It's also where I drop bonus content and it's where I have all of the really intimate and cozy past podcast guest interviews. And so there's a catching up series. So some of the people you've heard on the podcast, I haven't spoken with them maybe in two years or maybe even more, depending on when you listen to this. And so I like to have them back and we catch up and you have the opportunity to ask them all of the questions that you want. If you found their episode interesting, or if you think the region or city where they live is really fascinating, that is the opportunity there. And of course, to create a safe and warm environment for those of you that are already abroad and looking for a space of encouragement, a space where wellness is the focus. And for all of you that are aspiring to go abroad, I invite you to join the Flourish in the Foreign community. Come on over. I'd love to see you there and I'd love to chat with you. You can also support the podcast by becoming a Patreon of this podcast at patreon.com slash flourish foreign. You can cash app the podcast at dollar sign flourish foreign. You can also buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash flourish foreign. And you can also purchase a piece of production equipment. I would love that via our Amazon wish list, which you can find at the website flourish in the foreign. Com. Also, I just want to thank everyone who has shared this podcast, sharing this podcast with your friends, acquaintances, co-workers, whomever really does make a difference. And I get so many messages telling me that, you know, 
they just found the podcast because their friend sent it to them. They love it. So it really does make a difference. So please do send this podcast to someone, your friend, a newsletter, whomever. It really does make a difference. Tell them what your favorite episode is and why. And of course, join me on social media. Yeah, come come hang out. My Instagram stories are really fun. I like to utilize it as a vision board. And so I put a lot of really great, interesting content about different countries, culture, languages, lifestyles, a lot of funny stuff, a lot of inspirational stuff on the Instagram stories. So if you haven't been following me, Instagram.com slash at Flourish Foreign, y'all missing out. My Instagram stories are really where it is. It's it's popping. So that is how you can support this here podcast. And on to the next episode. Hey, y'all. So this episode was supposed to be released months ago, and it wasn't. And to be honest, your girl's a little tired. Your girl does a lot of things. But also... To be completely honest, this is a safe space, right? We're all friends. I was actually a little hesitant about sharing this topic with all of you. This episode is all about how I created this here podcast. And you might be thinking, why would you be hesitant to share it? Well, because it's been a journey and it brings up a lot of interesting emotions for me. I was going through a lot personally, when I started this podcast, ended a fairly toxic relationship and the pandemic had just started. A lot of things were going on in in my life. And so I think the process of reflecting upon that got me definitely in my feelings, but now I'm ready to share my feelings. (laughs) I needed some time to process how I felt about it. And so now I'm ready to do so. This is going to be a fun episode because you're going to hear from me, but you're also going to hear from three people that were pretty instrumental in the birth of this here podcast. And I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about it. So without further ado, I'm going to let our first guest tell you all about it. My name is Niana. I'm 38 years old. I currently live in the Netherlands and I work as an equipment specialist at a biotech company here in the Netherlands. I would describe my relationship to Christine as, well, she's one of my best friends slash coach slash advisor slash wine drinking buddy slash confidant slash everything. I remember exactly where I was when I listened to the voicey, okay, of Christine telling me about her podcast. Now, for those of you who don't live abroad, WhatsApp is the primary way of conversing. And when you don't live in the same cities, so when Christine was starting the podcast, I had already left Spain, so she's in Barcelona. I'm in the Netherlands, and your schedules don't match. What do you do? You record these 15, 20, 30 minutes, I might say, voice memos to each other in WhatsApp. And 
it's still my primary way of staying in contact with people. But I was on my way to work on the tram and I always take that time to really listen to my voices that I have. I'm starting a podcast. Oh my God. Now that I said it, I have to do it. I think I've already told you this before, but now I've actually clarified the idea and I want to interview you on my podcast. So thoughts, I should probably tell you what it's about and you can actually give me your thoughts. I'm calling it flourishing in the foreign and it really is aimed at showcasing the lives and stories of black women flourishing outside of their home country so it could be black women in the united states they're not from the united states black women you know migrants here you and me in europe with the aim to just be that kind of beacon beacon that's big just showcase and have representation and there's a lot of stories about Becky's doing it. And I think there needs to be more stories about Nyana doing it. And like, this the realities because our reality is very different. The things that we go through is very different. It shouldn't necessarily deter people, but they need to have the information. And I think that it would be, you know, I think we'd have a good time chatting on this podcast just about the fuckery and also even amidst the fuckery, the beauty and the freedom and the things that make you stay and the things that make you flourish outside of your home country that I think what I'm trying to really showcase is not like this utopian thing, but more about like these individual stories. And I think it's so important that black women, especially, I mean, we already know we're not a monolith, but yet these like assumptions about what we can do, where we can go are always painted in these broad brushstrokes. And, you know, you have some people who are like, why do you go to Europe? And why do you go to Africa? I want everyone's unique, like individual story because our individual stories aren't told in that way. I'm rambling, but I am finishing up the process of doing the trailer and the first episode. I'm not sure. I record something, but it's garbage. So if you need to like think about it, that's fine. You don't feel pressured or any obligation. If you want to hear the trailer and you want to hear the first episode, that's totally fine. But I'm just putting it out there because this year I'm putting everything out there. And it makes me feel very uncomfortable. And I'm probably breaking out in hives with the anxiety, but I'm doing it anyway. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. And I remember being on the tram and I, I'm standing, next thing you know, I'm standing and I'm, I'm, I'm wishing that she was there because I'm talking to her. And I'm like, yes, yes, queen. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And everything, people are just looking at me. I'm like, I don't give up. I don't care. This idea is great okay like i have not a lot of time because <laughs> i listen to the messages on the train first thing though i'm gonna say is i'm not saying nothing bad about your idea because i've had that idea a few times but never had the cojones to do anything about it so girl kudos to you i didn't have the idea in the global aspect but I think that that is a way better idea. And I think 
you're the perfect person to do it. And yeah, get out there, put it out there, girl. Just do it. Get it. Get it, please, quickly. And uh, yeah, I don't. I would be honored to be a part of this podcast. So yes. And one thing that that really resonated with me, and what I really think is lacking, is the the more balanced answer. Because I feel like I spend a lot of my time trying to explain to people that it's not utopia it's not like you move abroad and everything is fucking great it no like if you was toxic before you went abroad bitch you're still toxic if you dealt with shit by xyz you're still going to be dealing with your own problems when you go abroad so it's not a fucking fix for your shitty life like no you're gonna have to still be doing that work when you're over here and yeah there is some negative aspects about moving outside of your culture that it's a uh, multiplied by being a black woman but if you move outside of your culture you're going to seem weird to the other people and if you're a black woman it's going to be even stranger but just to put it in perspective so like don't let that scare you kind of thing like oh i'm gonna be different it's like duh you are that's the whole entire point is to be different and yeah i like the idea i think it's great what was it like recording with christine and how did the recording session go well i'm not gonna lie you know me and christine are friends (laughs) if if that isn't clear recording with christine was like sitting in the room with christine over a bottle of uh Reserve about. I mean, I don't. For me, it's it's talking to a sister that I've I've never had, and it's it's cool because I felt very honored that she would even ask me to be a part of it. But especially like the first episode, so I was pretty excited. But it recording it wasn't. It didn't feel like such a big thing because I'm just telling my story. I'm just talking about what I've been doing since 2013 and how I live my life. And I've been doing it so long that I don't think of it as something unusual. And then on top of that, I'm talking to one of my best friends who also lives the exact same life, who knows exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, we both have lived the Spanish life. So yeah, it was relaxed. It felt like we were back together in Spain, even though we were uh, doing it through the phone. I'm trying to come visit you girls so I can add me some more pictures. Yes, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen in 2020. Soon and very soon. Yes. Barcelona, I'm trying to get some sun. I'm tired of you complaining about 45, 55, 65 degree (laughs) weather. It's so cold. It's only 60 degrees, girl. If you don't stop complaining. (laughs) And it was nice to, and I think that this is kind of what she's going for. I felt proud. You know, because when you're you're doing your thing out there, you know, you may, you, you post some pictures on Instagram, you get some likes, but no one's telling you that you're doing an amazing thing. There are people who 
are afraid to do what you're doing or second guessing themselves to do what you're doing. You don't feel like that. It's like, yeah, it's life. I'm, I'm just doing what I'm, what I feel like I want to do. It doesn't feel special, but being a part of the podcast and like really being a part of her project and this idea that she had, you know, it made me walk a little bit taller. Like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm doing it. <laughs> this is actually what I chose to do with my life. And there, there is something extra to feel, you know, proud of and accomplished. I felt like somebody was shining a spotlight on me as well. So what was it like dealing with Christine during this time? What would you say is Christine's creative process? Now, Christine, I love you, but I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> girl, I, just to touch on her creative process. My goodness. Yo, take a break. <laughs> I mean, her creative process is a nonstop process. This girl will, she goes, she works and she don't just talk the talk. She walks the talk, honey. And I was like, you should be promoted, but you already the boss. Like what? But I do think there is a shyness about Christine and you, you wouldn't guess it if you, you met her because her telling what she thinking ain't a problem or her opinion or, you know, speaking up loudly in a group of people. But I, I think at the beginning, as she was building up her, her material, her content and getting closer that there were, there was also a journey for Christine when it came to the podcasting process. It, it wasn't just accumulating the content, editing. Those were valid challenges in and of themselves. But if you know Christine, she's not one for flash. She's not one for, let me take these pictures real quick. Let y'all see this life I live. That's, that's not her. Like, let me share myself with the world with a one snapshot and a caption on Instagram. That's just not her style. You know, that's just not how she moves. However, as she started to give birth to this baby, she realized that now, of course, this is from my perspective. She realized that there were certain aspects to her personality that were going to have to be out. There were certain things about her life and, and pictures and, and, and social media that was going to have to be shared. And I think it was very interesting feeling her recognize her own reluctance because she does everything with intention. She wasn't just blind to this, but there was this letting go of it being like, it's okay. <laughs> to talk about yourself, to promote yourself, to share what your, your private life a little bit, let, let the world in because that's what she's basically building is that people are sharing these stories. And so she's sharing other people's stories. She also had to share her own. And that was a very interesting journey to watch her go through. And I think she did an excellent job and I, I think she continues to do an excellent job with that. And honestly, she's an inspiration because it takes some major cojones to do that. Hey, just listen. Girl, it's so dope. Your vision is so clear. 
I love it. I love it. I like the first episode. I will say that I was surprised by some reactions to the episode. I feel like even just addressing it is going to make it worse. But there were some of my Spanish friends who felt that my experiences that I talked about on the show were, I don't know, I think maybe we didn't get into details, but that they felt maybe I misrepresented them or cast them in a light that was insensitive or something like that. And I spent some time thinking about that because I love Spain and I really think that I spent enough time there in the small cities and the big cities to know that, you know, things, everyone has a perspective. And even though I have a perspective on something doesn't mean I don't understand how something came to be and why it is that way. But it doesn't change the fact that my experiences with that thing still exist. So that was some of the the uncomfortable parts about it because when we were recording, it's just me and Christine talking. So it's, you know, I wasn't always really aware that, you know, my colleagues, my old colleagues would be listening to the podcast and maybe feel some kind of way. But Spain has good parts. It has bad parts, like every place on this planet. And I still very much think that Spain is my place and that I would love to return and with all of its bad things. So yeah, that was kind of something I was surprised about that I didn't realize that my episode would cause those types of problems. But other than that, (laughs) I think she really captured me the way I really am. And I think that's just because I was talking to my friend. I was definitely way more relaxed than I would have been if it was with a stranger or someone who didn't know what I was talking about already. But yeah, it was great to be a part of the uh, first episode. When I think back about creating this podcast, I think of my conversations with my dear friend, Nayana, who was uh, the first guest of this podcast. If you have not listened to that episode, I don't know what y'all doing. You should definitely scroll back, scroll, scroll back, or go to her show notes page, flourishingwithborn.com slash episode slash Nayana. So when I was thinking about creating this podcast, uh, I was going through the uh, demise of a relationship. And so speaking with my friend, obviously through WhatsApp was key to have good emotional support, but also really talking through the concept and really utilizing her as a sounding board But I really needed an accountability partner, someone who could really be in it with me throughout all of my craziness and self-doubt. And that is where guest number two comes in. Hi, my name is Roshi Kabate. I'm 36 years old, and I currently live in Barcelona in Spain. And I am Christine. I met her right before the pandemic, actually. We were at a networking event, and I just gravitated towards her, and we've been friends right around the pandemic. So I guess I've known her for about two, two and a half years now. And I met Christine at this networking event, and we just started talking, 
and really connecting over, you know, trying to live an authentic life while being an entrepreneur and, you know, our definitions of health and wellness and how really disconnected I've become from the whole, like, wellness industry or the world around me. So we really bonded. Right after I met Christine, we hung out and she told me, you know, I have the uh, dream of starting a podcast of interviewing Black women living abroad and thriving. And the pandemic had just started, so I told her, you know, I was leading a artist way group based on the book. That would be a great idea to birth this podcast over the next 12 weeks. And we would practically need every Wednesday afternoon because we were all stuck at home. I know that we had a lot of conversations about, you know, the big vision and having it be this beautiful, perfect production. But I think as a weeks went by, Christine just felt really energized to just, you know, get it onto the world, launch it, and then I think took on a whole new life. What was it like seeing Christine's accountability partner throughout the process of creating and launching Flourish in the Forum? I would say it was really inspiring to see Christine create and launch Flourish in the Forum, and it really felt like she thought a lot about this. I think she's thought about this for years and years on all. It just had this quality of like depth. You know, she wasn't thinking about it. Oh, what do I do? You know, and put it together in like six weeks or ten weeks, whatever. It really felt like she'd been, you know, really incubating this dream, this vision for a very long time. It just had that depth. It actually inspired me to, you know, take creative risks to make decisions. I think Christine, when she knows, you know, what she wants to do, it happens. So I really love having that energy in my life. What was it like dealing with Christine during this time? What would you say is Christine's creative process? I would say Christine knows what she's doing, even maybe when she doesn't. That's how I feel. She always just knows what she wants. She's very decisive. I, I love that about her. And even her creative process, she's very clear on you know, what she likes, what she doesn't like, what is the vision for it. So it's fascinating for me to like hear her talk about something and then over the weeks have it come to life. And the pandemic felt like sort of good timing in the sense we were all stuck at home. We were just, you know, we didn't know when daytime started and nighttime ended. So I think that's probably really good to just go deep into the sort of tunnel of creation. And it was apparent that Christine almost needed that time to really, you know, cocoon herself in her apartment, go on long walks, and then create this podcast. It, it felt like it was perfect time to create something in this really unsettling time, actually. I'm just really excited that so many people from around the world are now connected through Christine. And I feel like when I hear the stories of other women, that I feel connected to them, that there's this same DNA of friendship, of care, of love, of tenderness that we all share. So I'm just really honored to know and have met Christine and been part of the birthing process of Flourish in the Foreign. And what I hope 
is that more and more people will really connect with the stories and they'll be inspired to launch their own you know, businesses, their own storytelling platform to write their own books. Because I think ultimately we all need to be telling our own story. So I hope people will take inspiration from Christine and Flourish in the Foreign to really build their dreams as well. Now, I had a lot of support in creating this podcast, of which I'm super, super grateful for. If you have not listened to my episode of this here podcast, then you don't know the fact that my mom got stranded in Barcelona with me during the pandemic. She came to visit me at the end of February and got stuck until September in Barcelona. And so she was very key in helping to produce this podcast because my mom is a plant-based chef and she fed me all the time. (laughs) She kept me fed as I tried to bumble through this process. So shout out to my mom. But also I had support from another family member who is guest number three. Yes. Hi. Hello. My name is Alexandria Higgs. I'm 27 years old and I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia. I am an artist manager and an artist consultant. How do I meet Christine? How do I know her? Well, her and I share a very interesting relationship. I'm her little sister. While my sister was fleshing out her podcast idea and working through her creative process, I unfortunately wasn't privy to that. I didn't get to see it just because She lives in Spain. I live in Atlanta. We're 50 million miles apart. She just kind of sent me the first episode and that was that was basically it. And so the very first episode, I was like, oh, my goodness. Wow. I was like, first of all, who is this soft spoken woman? Because y'all, she be lying. She be lying. She be guys. Uh Uh-uh, y'all. She be yelling at me. Okay, all stern and whatnot. No, I'm kidding. But the very first episode, I was blown away because I was like, holy shit, that's my sister. And my in my speakers, that's my sister, like through my ears, that's her, like on this podcast platform. Like this is this is her. The first interview was amazing. I did attend the Flourish in the Foreign launch party. It was absolutely amazing. It was a room of like 40 or 50 people, actually, which was amazing. I was absolutely blown away because one, we were just getting used to this virtual world because of the pandemic. You know, we're getting used to being on Zoom all the time and having to deal with Zoom and all the glitches. I was actually my sister's uh PA or her technical director on that show because, you know, I helped her work out some of the kinks and whatnot. So it was nice to actually be a part of it and have my hands on it and help my sister, you know, launch her goal or launch her dream. It was nice to be a part of like releasing the dove out the hand with her. And so I'm really blessed to have done that. The vibe, I just remember it being so wholesome, so full, rich, if you will. It was hopeful. The vibe was people had faith restored, I think, because although the pandemic definitely shut us all down and for the first couple of months, we had nothing but our thoughts, right? With that, I think a lot of people were able to come back to balance, recenter, refocus themselves because living in the States, we live in this rat race world where we're on this hamster wheel 24-7. You lose sight of your goal because the main goal is making money and making your boss money, right? So you always lose sight of what you want to do, what you are passionate about. And I think that the pandemic brought back people's passions. It, it allowed people to have a seat 
to really think about what they wanted to do and reshape their life. And my sister launching this podcast was and still is a beacon for a lot of people. I'm not surprised that this, her podcast has grown as big as it is and it's continuing to grow. My sister is a very driven woman. Whatever she puts her mind to, whatever she puts her little fingers to the keyboard to, she's going to get it done 102%. It's going to be pristine. Hey, everyone. I hope you've been enjoying this episode of Flourish in the Foreign. And if you have been enjoying this episode, please consider supporting this here podcast. You can support the podcast by joining the Flourish in the Foreign community at the website flourishintheforeign.com. And also there's a link to join in the description of this here episode. You can also support this podcast by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash flourishforeign. Buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash flourishforeign and cash apping the podcast at dollar sign flourishforeign. All right, now let's get back to the episode. So Toni Morrison has a quote that just it echoes through my being all the time. It is definitions belong to the definers not the defined. And I think about that a lot when I talk about Flourish in the Forum. I think about the people who hear that I live in Spain and are like, what? And they they don't understand why I would want to live abroad or why a Black woman lives abroad because that's not what's showcased in mainstream media. I mean, people think that I don't have, think I'm going to run out of guests to have on the show because they don't possibly believe that there's enough Black women that live abroad. And I think this is a good example of definitions belong to the definers. And I think as a member of the diaspora, we understand what it is to be defined and not to be necessarily the definers, especially in a historical context or like a popular media context. I only say popular media is in what actually gets <laughs> taught and passed around the world. I hope that Flourish Not Foreign is a little piece of reclamation, and it helps us to take over and reclaim the power of being definers and not only defined and that we redefine ourselves, not only for ourselves, for our community, because our stories are not quote unquote mainstream. You know, they have been sprinkled into mainstream media as of late, especially after the summer of 2020. But we have been living abroad way longer than that. And the idea of leaving the U.S. or the U.K. or a Western nation for a different way of life, whether it to be to escape racism, prejudice, discrimination, or what have you, is also not new. It, it's really about media coverage. And I only say that to say that, you know, the cornerstone of Flourish in the Foreign has been the elevation and affirmation of Black women's stories. It's been about Black women telling their own story, 
not anyone else telling their story. So instead of having someone tell the story of how it's new for Black women to be living abroad and how all these Black women are escaping racism by living abroad, no, no. I I prefer, and I think it is a requirement for us to be the definers of our history, of our story, of our future. That's why people have still asked me that, wow, I mean, do you have enough stories for a podcast just about Black women living abroad? Because apparently we don't do this, and it's an anomaly. This is why I created Flourish in the Foreign and why the podcast is formed as a personal narrative, why you don't hear a lot of me on the podcast, because I want you to hear from the women, their voices, their stories, their thoughts, their insights, their life. So that not only is this a podcast, but it also becomes somewhat of a archive of all of these stories that are not only worthy, you know, of being told and, and cherished, but that need to be. It's quite necessary so that in the future, when people try to say what they believe the past was like or what Black women were like at this time period, you hear our voices and our stories and we tell you. We don't have nobody else defining who we are. That is why Flourish in the Foreign exists. That's why it's important to me. And that's what I hope you get from it. That is basically how Flourish in the Foreign was created and launched. Obviously, a lot of things have changed. And I've learned so much. And I've become a different person through this podcast. It's really been quite fascinating. I've always believed in my personal business philosophy is that entrepreneurship and I think also creation in general is a form of self-actualization. And I definitely experienced that and I continue to experience that with Flourish in the Foreign in this journey. And I'm so, so grateful. But I also want to say to all of you, I think you all know, I fully believe that living abroad is a pathway to wellness, but you know, life happens while you're abroad. Things that are ugly or messy, inconvenient, not desirable happen while you're abroad and really putting your wellness first is so, so essential. But also, I think this goes for anyone that is experiencing an ending uh, of any type in your life, whether it be abrupt or long overdue. I really feel that pouring into yourself, being intentional about that process, pour into yourself, affirm yourself, and be curious and, and bet on yourself is truly a way to take the the shit, I'll just say it, that you may have experienced in an ending and really turn it into the fertilizer to a beautiful, beautiful beginning. At least that's how I feel about this. You know, much like living abroad where changing your geographic location 
doesn't actually create the sustainable, long-lasting change that you desire or miraculously develop and deliver the life that you have longed for for so many years. Closing the door to a situation, a person, a, a job that has ran its course can can definitely bring respite for sure. But you then have to decide what you're going to do with all of those freed up resources, love, time, attention, money, and how you decide to utilize those resources, how you decide to utilize the shit will definitely dictate this next chapter for you, the next chapter of your life. I say all that to say is that creating this podcast really has elevated my life in every facet of wellness, and I'm truly grateful for it. But I suspect it's not an anomaly, right? It's not something that just happened to me. I think I was and I am in a space in which I'm open to experience life in all of the great, amazing things that it has in store for me, even when it feels uncomfortable, even when I feel insecure and full of self-doubt, lots of self-criticism, even when it's easier to feel afraid rather than feel curious. I feel like I have been just a little open or a little curious or a little hopeful for not only better days, but better life. You don't have to be a bouncing Pollyanna for for the magic of wellness and honoring yourself, believing in yourself to really start transforming your life. As I always say, you know, it's a process of cultivation. This is your life. Get your hands dirty, get into the soil and be intentional about the seeds that you are planting. What is it that you want to reap? What fruit do you want to feast on? And be intentional about those seeds. Big thanks again to my sister, Alexandria, my dear friend, Nayana, to my accountability partner, Roshni, to my mom, and all my friends, Jazzy, Quinn, MK, Michelle, Alyssa, Tommy, like everybody, thank you so much for holding me down and uplifting me during that time too, because it was pretty rough. So thank you guys so much. And I do want to take the time to thank each and every one of my guests of this season. Yes, it's 50 people. I'm going to keep it quick, but I think it's just so important to honor these women who trusted me with their stories, who just opened up their lives and who are just wonderful, wonderful people. I just want to thank them personally. So thank you so much, Nyana, Deanna, Valerie, Adelia, Adma, Carla, Jules, Patricia, Barbara, Amanda, Jackie, Kefra, Tanisha, Nubia, Autumn Marie, Itia, Jamila, Rachel, Jesse, Annabelle, Lisa, Kellyanne, 
Cinnamon, Sophia, Morgan, Roxana, Francis, Chloe, Helena, Nadia, Yasmin, Nia, Corey, Tiffany, Marie, Dana, Latrice, Angie, Cha, Paige, Star, Wanda, Maya, Claire, Lola, Ayana, Davida, Gwen, Wendy, and Juanita. Thank you all so much again for taking the chance to share your story on a brand new platform. Again, entrusting me with your stories. I really, really appreciate it. So thank you all so much. And shout out to all of you that have supported me. Some of you from day one. I deeply, deeply appreciate that. And shout out to my Patreons. Let's go ahead and do that. Shout out to Felicia, Emily, Samantha, Carmen, Denise, Ebony, Adrian, Christina, Barry, Joan, Shelly, Siobhan, and Kylie. Thank you so, so much for your support. I, I appreciate you. If you are interested in more of my musings about living abroad with intention, moving abroad with intention, and building a business abroad, go ahead and join me on YouTube. That's where I chat every week about those topics. And I go live and I talk to myself, unless some of y'all join me. And I just talk about these topics that I find so fascinating. Some of these topics that I feel are sometimes missing in the discourse of living abroad. And so join me there. Make sure you do subscribe to the Flourish in the Foreign YouTube channel. And if you are interested in building a business abroad, you want to learn more about what I'm talking about when I talk about building a business abroad, catch the videos on YouTube, get the guide, build a business abroad on the website, flourishsomeforeign.com. And of course, join the next cohort of the Build a Business Abroad group coaching. I would love to have you. So go ahead and do that. Now, if y'all are interested in starting your own podcast, welcome. I love that for y'all. You should definitely do that. If you want to hear more about my process of creating this podcast, like the technical process and my thoughts on what I wish I would have done differently, you can actually catch the replay of a workshop that I did with Danielle Desir Corbett of WC Podcasters that is available exclusively inside the Flourish in the Foreign community. If you're looking for the guidance, the tools, the really kind of know-how on how to launch your podcast or perhaps skill your podcast, you'll definitely want to join the WOC Podcasters membership, of which I am a paying member. I really enjoy the community. It has been so helpful in the organization and the development and growth of this here podcast. So I highly recommend you join it and you can do so via my special affiliate link, which supports this here podcast at no extra charge to you. So please utilize it. I'd love to see you inside that community. And I do have some resources that I have utilized to create this podcast. They are on the Flourish in the Foreign resource page. So you can scroll and find some of the tools that I use to produce this podcast if that's interesting 
to you. Well, y'all, since I took such a a long wellness break, season two was imminent. (laughs) Remember, it's not about moving abroad. And it's definitely not about just being abroad. It's about thriving abroad. So go abroad and cultivate a life well lived. See you soon. Bye. On the next season of Flourish in the Foreign, I think when we talk about women in particular, many of us have some value proposition around love. That's part of why we we moved, we left, we migrated. Sometimes it's a love for our children and wanting to give them a better life and hoping that they have a better experience than we did growing up. Sometimes it's for a spouse.